Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast, a division of the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Someone sounds like they're coming on the train! <laughs> Yo, what's up? This is Paul Bissonette and Mike Grinelli. Welcome to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I'm Matt from Surrey. New Westminster, North Van. And you're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. Here are your hosts, Jake Jude. McTavish for Calder, and I mean it this time. Marcus Keller. Plan the parade or blow it up. No in between. And Tyler Erlinson. Chismenko will get 40 goals this year. Steve Dangle here. I love the Vancouver Boys. It's the Vancouver Boys Podcast! Woo! <laughs> hey, welcome to episode number 114 of the Vancouver Boys Podcast, and I'm joined by my fabulous co-hosts alexander smith whoa am i in trouble name (laughs) and marcus keller yeah that is my full name how's it going everybody (laughs) you didn't say your name yet jacob jude (laughs) that's right you're throwing full names around uh jordan tyler erlinson is not here (laughs) (laughs) don't confuse them were you over a mark marcus no i love this story though isn't there a story about you how your mom kind of yeah so when my man we are gonna go off the rails right away on this episode (laughs) so my parents were coming up with names they you know they made a list whatever but they liked marcus like they wanted to go with that and my mom's only concern was that people would call me mark because she didn't want me to be mark like she didn't want me to be called that at all even as a nickname so uh one day i think she said they were at earl's or something and they had a waiter there that was named marcus and like she was like eight months pregnant with me like this was like i was getting ready to pop and she went to this guy and was (laughs) like i was ready to go graphic um but so she looked at the waiter and was like hey like i gotta ask you a question do people ever call you mark he said no she was like all right thanks i'm naming my baby marcus (laughs) so what's the long version of mark there isn't one that's the name anthony I guess that's what she was worried about. Is she was worried that a lot of Marks she'd met might have been Marcuses huh. that were just shortening their names. Is that the plural of Marcus? Marcus I? I don't know. <laughs> Marquitos? <laughs> no, no, no. Mark I haven't heard Mark that name in years. Yeah, no. Marks. <laughs> no. Anyway, so no. Anyway, she found out that no, people do not short, or they do not commonly shorten Marcus to Mark, so... That is why I am Marcus Keller, your fantastic co-host, as we were saying. Wow. I don't think we've ever gone off. That. I don't think we've ever no. gone off track that early in an episode. We before. didn't get past the introductions. I'm and we're really already going off the, like going off track. That's why that's, we brought you on. That's, no, that's why we gave you a segment called <laughs> Alex going off track. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe in season three, that's what we'll rename it to off the rails with Alex Smith. <laughs> 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 we Love can it. use the train thing. From the intro, because we're getting on the train, and I'll play like an explosion sound, like it crashed. (laughs) Why would it have crashed? Because it went off the rails, Alex. Oh, it was just another rail. It was just another rail. (laughs) There are no, welcome to no rails. (laughs) (laughs) All train, no rails. (laughs) (laughs) Who wants money? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of nonsense, let's listen to some of Alex's betting advice. And I am your host, Jake, because I never got into that. No, right. This is our host, Jake Jude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Thank you said you, Jake. Jacob Jude. No, he introduced me. I never introduced myself. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to introduce you too? Sure. Uh, this is Jake. Oh, no, 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 no. I changed my mind. I don't want you to tell people who I am. Whoa. <laughs> Mysterious. But he's Alexander Smith. And these are his betting takes. 
<laughs> Sounds like the oh, X Files yeah. or something. <laughs> These are their stories. <laughs> I never watched that show. No one did. Like, no, we all just reference it. <laughs> yeah. All right, Alex. It's, it's Alex's gambling corner. Ugh. Oh yeah. Light the lamp with DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can make a $5 bet and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code THPN. That's code THPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Massachusetts, call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort KS, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash hockey terms. What do you got for us, buddy? Take her away. Golf season. Oh, yeah. Still in full effect. The 3M Open is on this weekend. 3M Open? Like the tape? No idea, but 3M is the title. Like 3M, like 3M 3M tape. tape. Yeah, it's got to be. Oh, my Lord. 3M makes weird other stuff, too. I don't know. One thing that they do. Uh, Like the siding on um, insulation, like on houses. So it's like construction materials. Yeah. That's not very random. It is, because when you think of 3M, you don't think of 3M insulation. You think of 3M tape. (laughs) I don't think of tape at all. I don't know what 3M is. Is 3M reflective? It can be. That's the weird... This is what I mean. They they got their their hands in all sorts of cookie jars. Is that a... That feels like a saying. I don't know. But Gary Woodland... Gary Woodland. Who is that? He's who we're betting on. He's the on winner. Week. He's the winner oh. of the three M Open. He he Wait, will be, we, or he already he is. will be. He's oh, okay. going why to are we be, betting on something we already know who won? <laughs> because I know he's going to win. Okay. okay. Never. Gary, I I don't. I have never heard of him either. I've been going off of guys that I know, and I have not won any of these bets. So I'm going to start picking randomly. How did uh, Smith do? Your guy from last week. Uh, he didn't win. Okay. That's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was some random guy that won, but he, uh, yeah. So the tournament was in uh, uh, London or whatever, Ontario or England. No, remember no, it was the England. British Open. Yeah, the British Open. Oh yeah, England. yeah, that's right. Uh, it was and in Idaho, a, and he's an American, <laughs> yeah. but he was up by like five strokes going into the last day. So then all the British people just started chirping him the whole time, telling him, "You're gonna fuck up. Like you're gonna miss. Like you're not clutch. This and that." And, like, he just absolutely demolished, like, the whole course. And mm. I think he still, like, won the tournament with five strokes above yeah. everybody else. It's pretty good. Uh, but, yeah, so we're going to go with Gary Woodland. So, yeah, I would be uh, throwing money at him and at the wall because I have no idea who's going to win the PGA. <laughs> Each week, I guess. It doesn't work out. But one day it will. I have a question about golf. Really? What's Yeah. So what's, like, the most important golf tournament of the year? Uh, they have waste management. They have uh, <laughs> majors. So the majors are. Oh, the green jacket game. There is the masters, uh, the open, which was last week. That's a major. Um, oh, I don't know them off the top of my head. There's those two. There's one in America. There might be two in America. The US oh, open? the U.S. Open. Yeah. And Where's that tennis. No, there's a, a 90% sure. There's Are you thinking of Wimbledon? And then uh, whatever, uh, whatever was at the L.A. golf course. I forget. Okay. But there's like four. It's the same as like uh, tennis. Where there's like, only like a couple that really matter. Yeah. Right. So then do they have like a 
playoffs at the end of the year, or is it just like there's no, there's not really a playoffs. They have the FedEx uh, point system. Like you get points on whatever you finish, mm-hmm. and then kind of like the FedEx winners, whoever has the most points, is kind of like number one golfer. They also have the Ryder Cup at the end of the year, which is like Team USA versus Team World, I think. Okay, and they take like the best eight or twelve American golfers and the best twelve or eight uh, international golfers, mm-hmm. and they uh, they play yeah. like pretty much tournament style against each other. Neat. Okay. Um, the last I always one, wondered because like the Masters is in April, yeah. But that's like, in my opinion, that's the beginning of the golf season. So, and I always thought the Masters was like the playoffs, you know. Masters is definitely the most well known with like Augusta and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, last one I'll talk about that's always fun because the women's FIFA World Cup's on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go Canada. Christine Sinclair is not retired yet. No, I saw a highlight on the news earlier. Uh, so, unfortunately, Canada is not playing on Saturday. However, the Jamaican women's team is playing the Panama women's team. Hmm. I didn't know Panama had enough people to make a team. <laughs> uh, yeah, I didn't. I don't really know either of the two teams. However, Panama is a very big underdog. And for some reason... So, you're going to hit that. I think I'm going to hit Panama. I have a weird feeling that Panama is going to pull it out and uh, beat the Jamaican world team. Hmm. So, go for Panama. Nice. Do we have any Panama players on the Canucks? <laughs> you know, what do you call people from Panama? I don't think Panamese. we do. Pa- Panamanian? <laughs> Panamonia? <laughs> uh, no, we we don't have you know any. What? I think they're... Actually, no. no what are you on about? You, there is nobody. Okay, wait. What's what's Pan American? <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean? What's Pan American? Because like I've heard that term before. <laughs> uh, I've never heard that term. Is it like a shipping company or something? Uh you know, yeah. I think it's an airline or something like that. An airline, because that was the airline from uh, Catch Me If You Can. No, it's, I don't. Is it? Yeah, Pan Pan Am, Pan Pacific. Pan, uh, oh, yeah. Pan Am sounds. Or yeah. we, oh, I was thinking of Trans Am. No, that's a car. <laughs> Pan American. I don't know. This is a hockey Pan podcast. Am, Pan Am is a worldwide airway. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it isn't. It's <laughs> okay. You had it. You had it. What is considered Pan American? Relatives, or representing all countries of people from North Central and South America. So oh. anyone oh, who's whoa. from this I side no of the idea. world. Oh. So Pan-American. I'm a Pan-American. You are. How are you a Pan-American? Because I'm from North America. I represent I North America. America. Oh. No, it's, it didn't say oh, North, North Central and South America. Yeah. North oh, well, duh, because of Pangea. <laughs> no, 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 yeah. no. 100%. That's probably why. No, it's definitely not. I think that is why. No, because Pan means like everything. Is that what pan means? Pan means everything. So. Yeah, means everything and anything. Anyway. Oh, Pan America has been shut down since 1991. Shut down? <laughs> 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 no, we <laughs> gotta tell someone about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking closed. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Following the loss of over $2 billion amid ever-escalating financial $2 woes. $2 billion? What? We lost $2 billion? <laughs> And then we shut down. Well, no, I'm guessing that's the airline. Oh, oh, I thought it. I thought it was still referring to like all of the Americas. Okay, okay. Yo, is, we lost two billion and then quit. This is what? all the Pan American. Cut our losses. 
Okay, just, the- just fold the <laughs> continent. <Yeah. like> we- <laughs> Wait, what? So I'll move to Europe. Okay, the Pan... Call it. Go back. Call it. Call it. The Pan American countries. Argentina, Brazil, Chile, Colombia. Dude, we don't have time for this. Okay, okay. Just listen. Just listen. So it's all those like kind of South uh, American countries. Then it goes to Canada. Yeah. Dominican Republic. Okay. The Netherlands. Oh. And then Puerto Rico. Okay. (laughs) The Dutch are lost. <laughs> Maybe Pan does mean Pangea, man. <laughs> yeah. We're all connected again. Oh, Wait, oh. is is France on that list? Why would France no, be on France the list? France is not on the list. Because there's those um there's those islands off the coast of Newfoundland and Labrador that are considered France. Oh yeah. Is it doesn't Canada have an island that's like disputed territory with Denmark? Trinidad and Tobago? No, that's what? something else. Man, boys, we are so far yeah, off the rails. Okay, okay, like, okay, okay. We got to come back. We got to come back. What were we talking about? I don't know, but we're going to Canucks News. That's all you I'm going to tell you. I agree. Let's yeah, finally... We've, we've got to be... We are no. nearly 15 minutes into this episode. and we Okay. <laughs> Go for it. Canucks News. Let's get going. Uh, starting off now... I know, I know I get flamed a lot when I bring up Canucks news and then I say something that is not Canucks news. If but you say Connor Bedard's name, man, he is not Canucks news. No. This is... Like, oh, arguably the, worse. Oh, it's going to be the guy who's getting drafted this year, isn't it? No, oh, no, no. Macklin Celebrini. Nope. Yes, but no. <laughs> it's not It's not about him, but that is the guy Alex is thinking of. He's going to have such a sick name. He already does. Yeah, what? No, he's but getting like, a new name? No, but when it gets, <laughs> like, shortened down, like, the nickname's Selly. Selzy. No, I like Selly. Right, Selly's so, a sick Sel- one. Selly's way better. Breener. That's way worse. It, it Selly's a good one. Why are you, you trying to you change your name? It? Can't be Selly. Yeah, it can. It cannot be the name. Pasta. That's a sick name. That's a sick name. Ooh, top it five is. of names. Juice. Juice is good. Juice is Juice good. Is good. You know, BX had another nickname. It was Boom Boom. No one ever talks about that. I wonder why. <laughs> I don't know. You ever, you ever watch <laughs> Futurama as a kid? Dude, we're not doing this. We're not <laughs> going know, down okay, this right. rabbit hole. What's the What's the robot's name? Bender. 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 Oh. Come on, man. Anyway, so <laughs> in Canucks news, Sebastian Ajo has signed a, uh, a long-term contract. How is that Canucks news? Because he didn't sign with Vancouver, and Vancouver fans are upset about it. No. Bedard, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. no, 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 no. This, is, this, is, this makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Because Elias Pettersson is up for a contract renewal at the end of this season, and people are saying this could be considered a comparable or at least a baseline. Well, how much was for- his contract? So Aho signed eight years, nine point seven five million. Oh, I'd take that. So, and that's the thing. A lot of Canucks fans were like, "Great!" They didn't read the rest of what people were talking about because, yes, this is a baseline, but not a direct comparable. It's more of like a okay, this is what a good player makes. Sebastian Aho's career high is thirty eight goals and eighty three points. It's not bad. No, not at all. Last year, Petey had 39 goals, so one goal more, which is like, you know, it's, that's on par. Yeah. But he had 20 more points. Wow. So Elias Pettersson will not be making And you know what's that. crazy? I feel like if you took majority of, like, NHL fans, I would say they'd probably be pretty close on who they'd rather have between Pettersson and Ajo. You're right, but I feel like people are biased towards Ajo just because he's played on I a think he's team. just I think he's just a bigger name. Yeah, because he's played on a better team. He's been in the playoffs. He's had more time. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. Even though I I would argue, though, Elias Pettersson is a better player. Like, 
by a somewhat wide margin. Actually. Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of hard to compare the two when they're just in vastly different environments. Yeah, they are. I just, I don't know. I think Elias Patterson is a better player. But anyway. Yeah, you think a lot of people are on the Canucks are better than... Uh, I'm right. <laughs> oh my god what I, I almost i almost expected you to defend yourself and not just say that's because i'm right <laughs> that is my i don't so need who's, more defense. who's better kale mccarr or quinn hughes they're very close no they're not <laughs> yes they are if you could have either of them who would you have it would be close who would you have i would have to think about it who, for a right while. now who would you have I I would probably take Kale McCarr. Wow. I would take Quinn Hughes second. Wow. Nope, nope, nope. Hughes nope, is nope, very nope, underrated nope, nope. and disrespectful. We're getting off track. Let's keep going. Who's the better goalie, Thatcher Demko or UC Soros? Dude, like healthy Thatcher Demko. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> no, it's yes, not. Yes, it is. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. I have a point. Anyway, we got to get back to the Pedersen thing, though. Okay. So the Sebastian Aho thing. No, it's it's gonna be a Pedersen thing. Okay. Like this you are crazy if you think that Pedersen and the Canucks won't both use this contract as reference. Mm-hmm. Right? Does it is it a good or a bad thing though? Here's the thing. A lot of people have been calling the contract an overpayment. I kind of agree with that, but at the same time, GMs are giving out bigger contracts right now because they're all expecting the cap to go up. Yeah, considerably. Yeah, So, and because of that, players are demanding more money because they're yep. saying the cap's going to go up. Yeah. So I think whatever we sign Patterson to, it's going to be a little bit bigger than people want it to be, but it has the chance to age really well. Okay, I'm going to throw a couple numbers at you, and I want you to give me a one-word emotion that comes to mind as soon as I say it. Okay. Nine. Pain. Ten. Happiness. Eleven. Are we talking about the contract? Yes. Oh, I was just talking about numbers. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) Stupid. Okay, okay, do it with me this time. (laughs) Okay, all right, Alex. Alex. Okay, okay, fine. Eight. Great. Nine. Great. Ten. Okay. Eleven. Alert. Eleven and a half. Big alert. (laughs) Twelve. Arizona. (laughs) (laughs) Have fun, buddy. (laughs) You'll tan up real nice. Okay, try with me again. (laughs) I want to play. I I didn't understand the rules. Big brother all over. I was just ranking how much I like numbers. Uh, Great. Wait, why did you say pain for nine then? I don't like nine. That's the best number. Ten is the best number. That's why I said it made me feel happy. <laughs> Eight. Steel. Nine. Steel. Those aren't emotions. <laughs> Whoa, okay. I thought, okay, now I know the rules. <laughs> Arizona isn't an emotion. We didn't yeah, rip out for yeah, that. Is. Arizona invokes a lot of emotion yeah. for a lot of people. Invokes emotion. Okay, for the third time. Okay. Eight. I need new pants. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> Happiness. Ten. Happiness. Oh. <laughs> Why is that so funny? Happiness. I don't know. Eleven. Meeting expectations. <laughs> Why? Eleven and a half. Ooh, we're, uh, we're sweating. <laughs> okay. Twelve. We've made a mistake. 
12 and a half. Clean house. <laughs> like 13. <laughs> 13. What are we trained for McDavid? <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, I think like to, games aside, anything that is under 11 AAV. Great. No. Over no? 10 and a half is an overpayment. They need to. Dude, 10 and a half isn't even a million more than what Ajo is making. Yeah. Pedersen got 20 more points than Ajo did last year. On a crap team. I think if he gets Yeah, paid, on a crap team. I would rather him get Ajo's points and have Ajo's team. For me, I think that he no. needs to be under 11. Under 11. Is he under 11? 100% under 11. Over, anything like, over that. But you know what, though? It wouldn't be, I would not be surprised. They'll probably give it to him. Here, the thing is, he'd also kind of deserve it, in my opinion. Oh, my God. Has he not been? I thought you wanted to win a cup yeah. in your lifetime. I do. That's why I'm in favor of trading Miller, which I, that ship has sailed. Ship but sailed like, there, But you can't use, oh, we made a mistake with Miller. Now I guess we can't pay our stars. We better trade them. Like You can pay them, but why overpay them? Because sometimes they demand that. And then that's how you don't win cups. And then you end up being the Toronto Maple Leafs. And yeah. You don't have enough money to go around. You're, you want to give him the same contract that Marner has right now. Marner's I, making just over 11. Yeah. Elias Pettersson is a better hockey player than Mitch Marner is. No. Yeah. No. Elias Pettersson last season had more points than Mitch Marner has gotten. Yeah, but points isn't everything. He's also playing with... He's our first line center. He is the most important player on the team. Yeah, and Marner isn't the best player on his team, and he's still putting up just around the same amount of points. And dude, he has to share the puck with way better players. Where Pedersen has the number one opportunities. I would argue that Marner is maybe the best. He's up there with being the best player on his team. Like yeah, Matthews, everyone says Matthews, but honestly, Matthews's totals weren't great last year either. Yeah, but then it, you look at the season before. Either way, yeah. either way. Let's say you put Pedersen on Toronto. He's not putting up the same numbers. As Marner? Yeah. He'd put up more. No. Yes. No shot. Yes, he also, absolutely would. Look, you got to keep in mind, too. Like, you always talk about how your goal is getting this team to win a Stanley Cup. For sure. Okay? Yes. I'm going to compare the two highest paid players on the Canucks to the two highest paid players on a Stanley Cup winning team. Okay. okay? Jack Eichel and Mark Stone. Right. Okay? Now, if Jack Eichel and Elias Pedersen are on the same level, who's mm -hmm. the better player? What do you mean if they're on the same level? I don't well, because they're both means. the best players on their team. Let's let's argue, okay? Who's a better oh, player? Okay. I I would actually have to look at Jack Eichel's stats. Okay. I think I wouldn't be surprised if you said it was Pedersen, which is fine. I think there's an argument to be made there for either one of them. Okay. How much better than Jack Eichel do you think Pedersen would be? Not much. Like monetary wise? Like yeah. no, I would say they're very if you were like making like a grading scale like a for list. players, yeah, like a tier list, they're in the same tier. Put okay. it that okay. way. Okay. Jack Eichel's making $10 million a year. Right. Jack Eichel also had that. Did, wait, did he sign that before or after the injury thing? I think it was before. Before. He signed it it was before. Yeah. So here's the thing. But that was also before the cap rose, right? The cap's gone up since then. So players right. are expecting more but money like now. Barely. It's gone up barely. Right. Well, what I'm but it's again, going to go this, up. This is a Stanley Cup winning team. These are the kinds of contracts you need yeah, to have to win a yeah. cup. Okay. What, what's Stone on? What do you think Stone is on? I, I, I actually think Stone's no making idea. like JT Miller money. Uh, he's, he's around like the eight, eight and a half mark. He's making a little bit more than Miller. He's making nine and a half. 
Okay. But, uh, okay. but I would argue Stone is considerably better than JT Miller. Yes. Yeah. So totally what, I, what I'm trying to get at here is that you need to have players who are on contracts that make sense. Okay. Yeah. If, if Pedersen's getting paid any more than 11, then that's going to mean that you're not going to be able to pay players what they need to be paid. Yeah. Like, I, uh, you like, think about previous Stanley Cup champion teams. You think about Colorado, Nathan McKinnon, way underpaid. Yeah. Uh, Kill McCarr, I don't think, was had his big contract yet. No, he was on his ELC. Nico Ranton, the same thing. You go to Tampa, Stamkos wasn't making that much. Braden Point wasn't making that much. Yeah. Like Kutra, wanna, I don't even think, was making that much. If you want to win a cup, you have to have these kinds of contracts. But you also have to have these players, yeah, right? But, and you have to have them stick around. Because yeah, right, right ask, now, the, ask Toronto how that's working out for them, man. Well, ask any other team if they would be anywhere without their stars, right? Toronto Toronto did something really weird for me, which is they actually tried to build a team right, but they did it too much. All of their players' contracts came up at the same time. They all used each other as leverage to get more money, right? Like, they, they did. They paid their young stars. That's what they should have done. But now the four, well, the three of them plus Tavares, who they brought in as a, a free agent... They all make too much money and it takes away from everyone else. The other problem is they're all forwards. Okay. They haven't had a big goalie contract or even really a huge defenseman contract outside of Morgan Riley. I want you to tell me who the better player is. Okay. 78 games played, had 43 goals, 56 assists, 56 assists for 99 points. Okay. Player B. I think I know who that is. 80 games played, 39 goals, 63 assists for 102 points. These were both last season? Yeah. What were the goal totals again? Uh, 39 for B and 43 for A. I think I know who these players are. Well, I, I definitely know who the second one is. Yeah, yeah. it's Pedersen. Yeah. Okay. The first one, was that Miller like the year well, before? No, no, no. No, no, like, it no. doesn't matter the player. Just tell me who you think is a better player. Like, off of those, I would say player A. Can, player? I, can I guess who that is? Yeah. Is it Jack Hughes? It's Jack Hughes. Yeah. And who right. was making, what, like, just over $8 million? Yeah, and as soon as he signed that, everyone went, that is a fucking steal. But that's what I mean. And now look how good New Jersey is looking. I, I agree, and I really wish the Canucks could do that, but they don't. They are in the habit of, play, of paying players either what they deserve or more. So all players are using that as leverage, right? They're looking at you know, someone worse than them and saying, why are they making that much money? If that's what you value them at, you better value me at this, right? I just don't that, think that. That was the biggest reason that Horvat left and even why he got paid as much as he did was he pointed at Miller and said, if you paid him that much, me and him are similar caliber players and I'm younger and your captain. You better pay me more than that. The Canucks wouldn't do it, but because the Canucks set the bench with what Miller got paid. They couldn't really talk him down value-wise, so they traded him. Was that Miller contract Alvin? No. It was, uh, what's his face? No, it was Alvin. It was, was it Alvin? They signed it last summer. Yep. I oh. thought it was just before Alvin came in. Nope, it was, that was, I think, like his first big move once he did come. Yeah, no. Uh, or no, 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 because they, they swapped um, uh, GMs and everything right before Christmas. Like, it was yeah. like the beginning of December, I yeah. think. And then they signed that contract in the offseason. Same with Besser's contract. They signed both of them in the oh, okay. offseason. Either way, I, I just, I don't think that you can afford to pay Pedersen over 10 and a half and expect to build a team competent. Yeah, no. 100%. It totally just, it agree. won't make sense. I think if he wants more than that, you can't keep him. I but think they're probably going to pay him over that because they want to have those players. But then, like, you're just, you're never going to get anywhere. Especially because... 
in order for this team to win a cup, they need another star player. At the very least. I agree. They need another star. And you're not going to be able to attract a star either through free agency or developing one in the draft and, you know, develop them into a player that makes that kind of money unless you have that money available to you. Yeah. Like, I I, I get where you're coming from, but mostly what we're arguing over here is a matter of, like, $500,000. Like, I'm saying, like, between 10 and a half and 11 is in my mind, as a huge fan of Elias Pettersson, what I think he should be making. Based on the market of NHL players, he should be within that range. Also, we are talking about a full-term contract, right? We're talking about the full Yep, that's years. right. That's right. We're talking about a max term. Okay. Would you give him a uh, a bridge deal? Like no, maybe like that, three or four years? That, in my opinion, is the stupidest thing the Canucks could do. Why? Because he's 25. Or he'll be turning 25 very soon, I believe. He's going to peak in the next two to three years. And maybe in the time beyond that. Every year we kick the can down the road of giving him a max term deal. That max term deal gets way more expensive for us. Right? Think about if they'd signed it before this season. Right? He was coming off a not great year when he had Green for the first half of the season and Boudreaux for the second half. If we'd signed him after that season, we could have gotten him for Jack Hughes money. Making around maybe eight or nine. Right? Now that's laughable. That's not even in the question. Like, he is making double digits for sure. It's, it's just the reality, right? You know what scares me? What scares you? Is Kuzmenko's contract, when he's done, he's a UFA. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think honestly, like, I was, a, I was blown away when they signed that. I was like, holy That yeah, was that, a bridge deal. Yeah. That number's good. But I was good, surprised that he actually signed He's going to want big time money, I think, to, when that's To me, done, though? If he keeps it up. A three-year bridge deal for him actually made sense. We'd only seen him one year in the NHL. It could have been a fluke. We was, don't know. It was a two-year deal. Uh, was it two? I think it's a two-year extension. But anyway. Maybe it was. I, I still, I think that was a smart decision. And he probably yeah, will yeah. want a lot of money after that. But if he's worth that much money, come the trade deadline, off you go. You. <laughs> that's for that's for later down the road. It is. It's it for is. later, later yeah. conversation. But l- I want to talk about something else where we could uh, save some money, actually. And it involves JT Miller. Who are we trading? JT Miller. To where? Columbus for Line and Marinsky. Well, uh, not quite. Tyler's not here this week, <laughs> so I figured we're not going to do that. But I was actually thinking Boston. They're looking for a center. They need a one or two center right now. They also have someone who, who's there that plays center who's been on the trade block for a while by the name of Pavel Zaka. You would trade JT Miller for Pavel Zaka? For the cap savings alone, I would. Really? Yep. Zaka as a 2C in Vancouver, I think would do quite well. Well, you can say good. If you trade JT Miller for Pavel Zaka, you can say goodbye to winning a cup with Thatcher Demko. If Why that's is that? our gap. Because the, the skill level between JT Miller and Pavel Zaka is that big. And it we're is. already missing another superstar. You're getting rid of one of our top players where we already need another but here's top, the thing. top player. Would you say that JT Miller is a superstar? On our team, yeah. But in, in the NHL? I think he's right on that brink. Maybe. But I think, what, here's one, the thing with JT Miller that you really got to keep in mind. Yeah. He is... Fuck it. He is the most emotional player I've ever seen play in the NHL. He wow. He is. I'm trying. I want to argue with you, but I'm trying to think of anyone that I've seen have 
bigger emotional outbursts, right? Like he good or bad. If he is emotionally stable, he is a superstar. But does Vancouver have an environment to keep him emotionally stable? We will find out. I think Rick Talkin is absolutely the perfect coach for him. I, I agree. Ian Cole. That enough? Uh, we're forgetting about Ian Cole, guys. Come on. <laughs> What's Ian Cole going to do? He's Beat gonna the be, shit out of JT no, Miller? He's, he, he's going to give him some wisdom. Uh, it's going to be like... Wisdom. Uh, like Kung Fu oh, Panda. I, I hate how I always think that when we bring up Ian Cole, we're talking about Ian Clark. <laughs> The goalie coach? <laughs> yeah, I always go, what does he have to do with this? But, okay, well, they right. probably graduated together. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> anyway, so like I said, I think that especially because Miller didn't get traded before uh, July 1st, we know that he's going to be on this team for... Yeah, like it, <laughs> I, I know years. I bring it up, but like it's not happening. Yeah. But again, like I'm optimistic that I think as long as this team gets off to at least a a somewhat optimistic start right they don't have to be the best in the division but i think as long as they start the season like 15 and 10 you know what i mean like for yeah. the first 20 25 games yep. they have like a, 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 a above average record maybe even a little bit above average i think that you can keep jt miller in the right mindset for success yeah i think long, if we're winning success. he'll be happy and he has to be emotionally stable for this team to succeed because if he's not he's not playing defense and if he's not playing defense, your defense aren't playing defense because they all suck. Yeah. Like, it just breaks up, breaks down from there. Is he the biggest X factor for if the Canucks make the playoffs? I would argue no, but my answer my that. my answer for who it is, I think, would be controversial. I think a lot of people would disagree with it. Well, Are you going to say it? it? Yeah. <laughs> the podcast yeah. isn't really the setting uh, for Nils keeping Hoaglander. your opinions to yourself. <laughs> no, not Nils Hoaglander. <laughs> Though he's... A candidate, and so would, I guess, Pod Colson. If either of them could uh, explode, that would be awesome. I was going to say Brock Besser. That's so stupid. No. Yeah, see, this is what yeah, I mean. No, I, I figured Brock you'd say Besser. that. But here's what I think you guys might be missing out a little bit on. He is having a very different summer from usual. He is in a very different mindset. People forget how good he was, not only in his rookie season. I know people refer to him as, like, rookie Besser, and he has to get back to that. In the season that was in the bubble, he was our best player that year. We had JT Miller then. We had Elias Pettersson then. We had Thatcher Demko for the parts of the season he was healthy. But Brock Besser was our best player that season. He had 48 points in like 52 games. He was doing really well. He wasn't scoring as much, or at least as much as in his rookie season, but he still played very, very well. He's had a lot of things happen to him in his life over the last couple seasons since then. It seems like most of those uh, hurdles are he's beyond them now. Mm -hmm. He's completely changed up his summer. Uh, have you guys heard of the beauty league before? Yeah. So he was like a staple in that every year. He was like a yeah. ticket seller for that event. Yeah. Didn't play in it this year. Oh, really? He has a brand new conditioning coach. Talkit has given him basically a set list of exercises, workouts, and goals that he wants him to meet by the beginning of next year. Mm -hmm. Talkett's even talked about him saying, like, this is a guy that people are counting out too early. Like, this guy, I, I've seen it. There is a phenomenal player in there. We just need to get him in the right mindset for next season. I think every Canuck knows that. Every Canuck fan knows that. that I think he so. has the potential to be uh, a really, really good player. He's probably going to be playing the second line with Miller and 
I don't know. You can put Micaiah there. You could Mikhaev, put, uh, it, the first line I think most people oh, have yeah, mocked me, in their yeah. head is uh, Mikhaev, Pedersen, Kuzmenko. So then Miller, Besser, and who? Bavillier, if he's not traded. Yeah. If he is, you could look at Garland there. You could look at if Hoglander or Pod Colson has a really good um, uh, training camp or preseason. Yeah. I think the most likely option actually would be Pod Colson because no, JT, be in the AHL. JT Miller has said he wants to play with Pod Colson. AHL player. Anyways, though. Dis- anyway. JT Miller isn't the coach, but... Um, no. But I think I think if you could play with JT Miller the whole year and they could play really well together, I could see Besser having a really good year. I could see him being kind of mentoring to him to like kind of get his morale up if JT Miller's morale up. Yeah. But I, that's why I think JT Miller is the X factor because if the team's doing good, he's doing good. If he's not feeling good, the team's going to be doing bad. Yeah. His emotions are going to show on the ice, off the ice, in the locker room. That's why I think he's he's my X factor for the season. What about you, Jake? Um, I'm kind of gonna cop out with my answer. Thatcher Demko. Yeah, it, it's about the health, right? Yeah, and well, here's the other thing about Thatcher Demko that a lot of people kind of chalk up to his health. Mm-hmm. Before he got injured last season, he was not good. The first two months of the season, he was not because good. He, he was, was playing he was injured. injured. Yeah, he was playing. He, he was wasn't, playing. wasn't out yeah. because of injury. He was no. playing. But was we didn't good. have anything else to throw in net. We had Colin Delia. Like, you, you can't ride and that. Spencer Martin. <laughs> and Spencer Martin. You're but right. going back to the, the whole Brock Besser thing, when we were talking about how there's a there's an elite player in there, mm-hmm. ever since he was drafted, I've always considered him, and I realize this is kind of a reverse comparison because most of our listeners won't really know what I'm talking about, but, like, I see a lot of Philip Forsberg in Brock Besser. Really? Really? Yeah. Like, I think if Brock Besser had better dexterity with the puck, mm-hmm. he could be just like Philip Forsberg, getting to those areas, getting the quick shots off, um, like making players bite on the shot and then making them look stupid. Yeah. I think he has the potential to get there because I've seen him do it. But there's a big jump that needs to be made to get to, to Philip Forsberg. But again, like I've always seen comparisons between the two of them. Okay. that yeah. That's really interesting, actually. I, I had never even considered that. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, no, I, I, he's someone that I know I've defended a lot when a lot of Canucks fans have turned on him and said, oh, we got to get rid of this guy, trade him for a second, this, that, and whatever. I've always believed in this guy. I may be too emotionally attached to him as a player. No, you? Yeah. Too emotionally attached uh, to a Canucks player? No, I think so, man. No See, way. I, I don't think Marcus gets his emotions involved. No, I think in, you're, yeah, you're, you're not biased or anything, I don't no, think. No, I, I am. <laughs> you know? No. No. Yeah. I don't Not possible. Bit. A little bit. You being emotional about something? I, you know what? Sentimental, even? Yeah, I don't see that. No. No. It seems like you could care less about the Canucks. For you, it's just, it's all X's and O's. Yeah. It's just black and white. Just numbers on a board. Big John Tortorella guy. (laughs) Big Big video guy. (laughs) Yeah, big video coach. (laughs) You know what? I would have been the best video coach ever. Yes, I would have. You know what? Look at, look at, (laughs) no like listen alex edler we're talking about being sentimental and like emotionally attached to guys alex edler has been a staple of the canucks for most of my life until a couple years ago yeah i would have had that guy traded when i was like 14 every other canuck fan would have too no like so many people love this guy and defended him whatever he was genuinely he must have been one of the most uncoachable and having the most predictable mistakes out of any player I've ever watched. 
even Tyler Myers, at least the mistakes he makes are new and exciting and interesting. And you're like, how the hell <laughs> did he even manage to do that? With Edler, it was like every time on the power play, oh, Edler has the puck. He's either going to let it go right by him and out to center. Yeah. He's going to take a slap shot and hit right into the guy standing in front yeah. of him. Or he's going to make an awful pass that gets turned over behind their net and they clear it. I feel like but, we have a lot of young listeners that probably maybe didn't watch Edler growing up. Edler was Tyler Myers before Tyler Myers was Tyler no, Myers. No, I would, I would disagree. Was, no, 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 no. He was the fan base's punching bag. Yes, he was. He was the scapegoat. To, but not but, until the very end. I was on him before most no, people No, dude. Were. I think a lot of people, especially on the power play, we're like, get yeah. this guy yeah. off the power he, play. Because he was so predictable. Yeah. yeah, and his, oh my God, dude, the, the drop pass to Alex Edler oh. and then him coughing it up at the blue line. No, he was usually the one that would do the drop pass <laughs> to someone right. who could actually skate. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then, but he, it yeah. was always done so, I will never forget one game against Tampa Bay. I don't remember what year, but he did the drop pass. There was a Tampa Bay player waiting beside the benches. And he went right to Edler when he was about to do the drop pass to pressure him because clearly he watched a game that Edler had played before. <laughs> it was like, I know what he's going to do. Went to the benches, went and pressured him so he couldn't make the drop pass. And do you know what he did? He made the drop pass anyway. It was a blatant giveaway to yeah. someone he knew was standing there. Yeah. It was the most... It, like. Yeah. I remember watching that game with my grandpa and just screaming yeah. because we'd talked about that for years, yeah. how much we hated that. Ed Edler has been my favorite player to watch, or he was for a long time. <laughs> because, no, so I'll tell you this story. Like, Don't do that, Jake. <laughs> no, Jake I'll watched like a couple games like, I'm going to wear number 23. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why. No, but I remember, you might even remember this. A couple years ago, mm -hmm. you had a game you couldn't go to, and you offered me the tickets. And so I said, yeah, and I took my friend Brady, who's a soccer player and doesn't really watch a lot of hockey. You okay. This? And no, so I don't. And so, anyways, so I took Brady to the game. And Alex Edler, again, being the most predictable player on the Canucks, I would sit there and I would say to Brady, this player is about to do this. And he yeah. would do exactly what I said. <laughs> yeah. And Brady, halfway through the game, was like, this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. how the fuck do you know exactly what this guy's going to do? What I never understood was how, like, the reason that Tampa Bay game stuck out to me is because someone actually, like, called him on it. It was like, I'm going to stand here and just see, I'm going to force you to be creative and see what happens. And he just, he just yeah. didn't. Yeah. How did more people not do that? Yeah. How did me and you sit in the 300 level of the <laughs> arena and go, drop pass, yeah. there it is. Yeah. But no players on the other yeah. team seem to really do much to combat my, it. My favorite thing about Edler, <laughs> aside from the drop pass, because that is a really funny one, yeah. is if someone said to him, hey, I want you to carry the puck over the red line and then pass it to the guy on the wall, even if that guy had Dustin Bufflin draped all over him, <laughs> he's getting the puck. <laughs> he, he was so, my, my grandpa always called him very robotic. It yeah. was like you give him a program input. That's all he's exactly, got. Exactly. Yeah. There are no. There's no like checking your surroundings. There's no thinking on your feet. It's coach said pass here. Yeah. I pass here. Yeah. That was it. He probably just played with like his eyes closed. <laughs> he well, he almost could have. <laughs> yeah. And credit where credit is due. When he was young, he was a great defenseman. I for think the he leads the Canucks in hits. 
He, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, and he, and I think defenseman either games or points or maybe both even. Yeah, he has. He, was, he definitely really has the most time. defenseman points. Yeah, he was here for a really long time. Yeah, what was I think f- that says less about Edler and more about the fact that the Canucks have never had good defensemen. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and I mean, the ones we have had didn't stick around for as long. Like Kevin Bieksa spent a good part of his career. Kevin Bieksa, he was here for a long time. He yeah, was, but he played. He the was minors. a fan favorite, but he was not a good defenseman. He was actually a very good offensively minded second pairing defenseman. He was very good. He was, I don't know. I think in <sighs> on any other team, I think he would have been like bottom, like a really good bottom six bottom four pairing you have to remember though our defense like when he was playing here it wasn't always bad it was towards the end but like that 2011 year man that was a good defensive core yeah christian airhoff for yeah for me growing up the guys that i loved watching in vancouver guys like like you mentioned christian airhoff lucas krychek dan ham hughes dan ham yeah loved keith ballard yeah check mcgee yeah they had they had so that was a good core man yeah yeah, and I, I feel like there's actually an obvious one I'm forgetting too, but I can't yeah. think of I mean, it right Matthias now. Matthias Oland, and Sammy Sallow. Oh, Sammy Sallow. Yeah, Sammy Sallow. Sammy yeah. Sallow. Oland was gone before 2011. Yeah. Do you uh, Tampa Bay traded for Oland, and do you know why? So traded he could for Oland, so he could play with Sammy Sallow. Wait, no. So Tampa Bay traded to get Matthias Oland from us. Okay. Do yeah. you know why they wanted to acquire him? No. To retire. <laughs> <laughs> to build us almost. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be a tall ass statue. That guy was I got to get ahead of him, man. I got to get ahead of these. No, they actually traded for him because they wanted someone to mentor their up and coming Swedish defenseman, Victor Hedman. Victor Hedman. Oh. Interesting. They figured that looking at Olin as a, like a big guy that could throw hits and stuff, but was also offensive, he would play a very similar game to what Hedman ultimately learned to play. And they wanted Olin there to teach him how to do it. And that's why they brought in Ian Cole. <laughs> Did Sammy Sallow go to the Tampa Bay Lightning too? Uh, I don't know where else he played. Actually, that he is... was a Florida. Actually, did he? Yeah, he looking like up. a Florida guy. We, we got to move on, but like, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. We we do have to move on. Um, uh, the last thing I was going to ask is uh, this is actually a question for Alex. If things in this is, I'm so glad I get to ask you this too. Uh-oh. If things in Calgary go south, right? Like things yeah. next year, like it doesn't pan out, and they just have to accept it's a full fire sale rebuild type situation should the canucks inquire about potential norris winner mackenzie Weger? oh (laughs) he did play in tampa sammy Salah went to tampa in 2012 he did he did did, yeah yeah i wonder if oland was still there at that point because i think we traded oland in like 09 or something uh no don't go after mckenzie weaker no he doesn't fit the uh age timeline whatever you want to call it that the canucks have going he could be good with hughes though no i think there's better pairings out there for or better alternatives out there for price age play style whatever you want to call it okay like they should rather go out after uh, noah hannafin than weaker i think matthias mm. olin's last year in the nhl was 2010 2011 really mm-hmm. with the canucks no no Tampa. no because we traded oh him, yeah so couldn't have been. Did you know yeah. Matthias Olin was a 13th <laughs> overall pick? No. By who? <laughs> sake. Oh, did we draft him? Yeah. yeah. I wasn't alive. <laughs> in know, in what year? 94. Yeah. We drafted him in 94? <laughs> yeah. was six years before I was Holy Wait a minute. Christ. Why did the Canucks have a 13th overall pick in a year that they went to the cup final? Because they were the last seed in the playoffs. And it still worked like that. And there then, were yeah. less teams back then. 
Um, but anyway, anyway. Or, um, I did not realize that he was that old, actually. Yeah. Grizzled. Like, I think we drafted Edler in 2003, <laughs> yes, like sir. 10 years later. Yeah. Like when, when Tampa said they wanted to go and get a vet, they went out and got a vet. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Anyway. Yeah, geez. I, I, I thought you were going to say like 1999 he got drafted, or so, but no. I mean, we got the city. I can't remember. Who they I just mean, I figured it would have been a lot later than 94. Yeah, no, 94. That was very surprising. We haven't had a lot of Matias Olin talk on this podcast before. I'm glad we finally got around Speaking to that. of surprising. Yeah. Surprise. 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 We're, We're in a pool. <laughs> We're in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I hear somebody do Scooby Doo, I think of uh, the Wheel of Fortune guy trying to do it. You've heard me do it, right? Right? Um, anyway, we're in the inbox now, so let's see what we've got here. Oh, shit. I got to read these, don't I? I, I did not leave a lot of time for these, but... Um, okay. Yeah, we'll so go, I know uh, I talked about Matthias Olin too much. We'll go much. speed round. You know who Matthias Olin reminds me of? Eric and Branson. They're both tall. <laughs> Play defense. So it was Zidane Ochar in there, too. Um, okay, okay, first question in the inbox. Do you think that the Canucks' blue line has gotten better or gotten worse this offseason? Better. I would have to say, by and large, better. Yeah. Like, I mean, well, I mean, since the summer is tough, because we've added Heronic partway through last year, but he only played like 10 games because he yeah. was injured. Well, so. we added Carson Soucy. We yeah, got I would the guys say, yeah. in the NCAA. <laughs> Ian Cole. Yeah. Yeah. We, we do. What's his face? Matt Irwin? Yeah. Yeah, Irwin. I would say, like, obviously, anytime you buy out a player, like, chances are you're going to get better because you're removing a problem yeah so i would say yes yeah i i think moreover right. they have gotten better but man it's just crazy because i think a lot of canucks fans are just like scared to death that this blue line didn't get better yeah we're scared to death about a lot of things because like let's be honest the achilles heel of this team has been the decor for years yeah it, it might even be like like i can't remember the last time they had a strong decor it might 2011 2011 yeah right yeah, I can't think of one since then. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, there you go. I, I would say yeah. yes. I would yeah, say I yes, agree. tentatively. Um, Another question in the inbox. Yeah. Looks like Koozie's having a lot of fun this summer. Do you think he's having a lot of fun and still saying, staying fit and training? I think so. He has been like, you know, we all joked about the summer of Ovi when he had the cup and it was oh, just like yeah. crazy social media posts all the time. That's what Kuzmenko's summer has been like so far. For those of you not following along, <laughs> like if you follow him on social media, every day he's wake surfing in Dubai and then he's zip lining in Brazil. Mm -hmm. and, and like this dude is going on a world tour. Mm -hmm. However, a lot of his videos have also been in the gym. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if he's posting old videos sometimes or what, or like if he like worked out one day in June and was like, I'm going to take a video of this and then post different workouts like every week so people think I'm still working out. But he is having fun, yeah. man. This is probably the first time one of his paychecks haven't bounced since he came over from the KHL. So he's, uh, he's using that money. But you know what? Every once in a while, you know, it's good to take a break. You know? Yeah, I would Kick agree. back, relax. And take a break. And speaking of taking a break, it's about time we take a break. So we'll catch you on the other side um, right after trivia. Trivia. 
So stick around. Stick around. Trivia this week. I got a trivia for oh, you us. Have one? Yeah. If well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see if you guys like it or if you can guess it. Maybe it's too Alex, easy. Alex, what's the over under on this being a Canucks related question? How do you make an over under on that? It, it, it is. Is one hundred percent. Yeah, it is. It had to be. So you mentioned that Matias Olin was drafted thirteenth overall in the nineteen ninety four entry draft by the Vancouver Canucks. This is true. What a lot of people might not realize is the first overall pick in that draft also ended up becoming a somewhat notable name who spent a fair bit of time playing for the Vancouver Canucks. By, by the look you're giving me, do you already know who the player is? I do, yeah. Oh, right, because you looked it up earlier. No, 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 I just know. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alex, would you be able to guess who the player is? Draft, drafted, no. He Could played for the Canucks for a little bit? He did. For a while. For, for a little while, yeah. Was he good? I would say so, yeah. If, yeah. if you like, if you looked at like the early 2000s for the Canucks, I would say this guy is like one of the first names that would come to mind. Or not. And some oh, would his say, number is retired. Some would say that he came to Vancouver and left Vancouver in dramatic fashion. Yep. And his number so, is retired? No. No. No? No. Um, here's what I will say, though, because this it's funny how this is all tying in together. My grandpa related this guy to Alex Edler in terms of he was someone that was quite good and had like aspects of his game that were very yeah, admirable. First overall pick. But then you'd also look at him and go, you moron. Mm -hmm. Or in my grandpa's terms, you bonehead. Mm -hmm. That's what he'd, he'd call people. But that's, uh, mm. yeah, you know who it is. I do, yeah. Alex does. Have, have I convinced you that I know who it is? I never doubted it. Okay. Yeah, you started nodding like halfway through the yeah. question. Was like, okay, he already knows. <laughs> All right. Let's right. stick around and find out. Wait, Alex gets one guess first. Okay. Well, you asked me a question from when I was like three years old. It's 1994, yeah, would... dude. I wasn't even born yet. Yeah, that's also, what I'm saying. He, you were not three. He didn't come to Vancouver until like 99. Yeah, he came here a bit later. But then he yeah. played here until like, I would say probably around like 06. 07, 07 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's a defenseman. He is? That should be enough hints. <laughs> yeah. No idea. I would yeah. say it's probably about like 60-40 for our listeners right now that are like, who are they talking about? And guys are going, I know who this is. Brent Sobel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can name a player on like the 05 Canucks. Darko Root. You, you're so wrong. Matt Sundin. Is he on the team? No. no. Oh, sorry, on. not Matt Sundin. Uh, Marcus Naslund. Yes. The whole West Coast Express line. Marcus Naslund. Richard Park. Richard Park. Who's yeah. on the West Coast Express line? Yes. You did not just ask that. I, I, I could not tell you players on. Oh, my God. You were a child. Yeah, I was six. <laughs> <laughs> Todd Bertuzzi. I was learning my ABCs. Okay, Todd Bertuzzi is one. Okay. The other one, there's one hint I'll give you, and this should be enough. He's from Pitt Meadows. If you played hockey in Cliff Pitt Meadows. Ronning. No. Holy shit. Cliff Ronning is from Burnaby and was retired by the mid-2000s. Really? Um, no, but if you played hockey in Pitt Meadows, there was a statue of this guy in the lobby carved it out of wood. Who the hell is this guy? You ever like look around your surroundings ever or like <laughs> think? Oh, oh, man. That is brutal. I was six. <laughs> what do you want from me? Is the statue still there at the yeah. rink? Oh, yeah. It's still there. Pretty sure, yeah. I mean, I haven't been there in 
Yeah, I think three I was in, weeks. Yeah, I think I was I in midget the last time I was there. Who the hell is this? I've, I have literally no idea. Actually, I don't even know if he's from there. I just know that his statue's in the ring. I think he's actually from Maple Ridge. Oh, okay. But still. So Ridge Meadows, as Alex would call it. Yeah. Which, as we talked about earlier, what is rink? not a real city, Alex. What ring? I can't believe this the, the, the Pit Meadows, the Pit Meadows rink. Which Pit Meadows rink? There's like, bro. There's four. one. There's no. Well, there's three there's in one building. <laughs> well, there's the Planet Ice. No, that's Maple Ridge. Where are we talking about Pit Meadows? Oh, oh. can we please just say the answer and move on? No, we do it at the end. No, not of your question of the fact that he can't figure out who's on the West Coast Express line. Oh, Brendan Morrison. Oh, I forgot about him. Yeah, there we could go. tell. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they called the what? Is he from the West Coast? Oh my God. Have you heard of the West Coast Express? Do you know what that is? Train? It yes. Is a train. Yeah. That goes around the West Coast. I'll actually be real. I don't know how they decided that they would be called the West Coast Express. I don't really know what the link was there. Yeah, me neither. There's got to be a reason. I think it was something about, they talked about Bertuzzi once. I know there was a Wait, why? play call where they- Marcus Naslin isn't from the West Coast. No, you're totally uh, right. He is. Yeah. He might be from the west coast of Sweden. He's actually from the same hometown the Sedins were from. They played That's hockey together when they were like line five. Name. That's a stupid line name. Who, was, who else was on it? Todd Bertuzzi, Todd Bertuzzi. Brendan Morrison, oh. and Marcus Nelson. That's that was stupid. Line. The West Coast Express. That's, That's not, don't call so them stupid. stupid. That's so stupid. Okay. It wasn't. Makes no sense. Stick around to find out the answer to Marcus's question of who the first overall pick of the 1994 draft was. Do you know who was on the mattress line? No. Who the hell is the mattress line? It was Sedin, Sedin, King. That's it's, stupid. It was two twins and a king. Oh, it's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> kind of there you go. Funny. There you go. You can have some fun. Do you know who's on the Jofa line? The Jofa line. Yeah. It's it's a Nashville thing, but. No, oh, of course it is. Yager playing Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Vancouver Boys Podcast. That's her name. Don't wear it out. Man, we got to sign this guy to a six by six. Tampa Bay was $18 million over the salary cap. UC Soros is the best goalie in the NHL. Welcome back to the second half of the Vancouver Boys Podcast. I am still your host, Jake Jude. I'm still joined by my fantastic co-hosts, Marcus Keller and Alexander Smith. I'm still trying to figure out trivia. And you will be for a while, buddy. <laughs> yeah, and we have so much to cover still. So let's dive right into some some hard hitting news, some hard hitting content, some goofiness. What a goof! That's right. Welcome to my segment, my part of the show, the biggest goof of the week, where I go to find a story that involves a player, coach, team, organization, whatever have you. Bring up the story with the guys we've chat about it in this week. Oh, seven thirty-five. You didn't even time. <laughs> I did not time you. <laughs> I counted. <laughs> it, was I counted. it was close. Yeah, yeah, right? Earlier today, I was like focusing. I'm like, I got to get a new record today. <laughs> I I can just picture you like getting out of bed in the morning, going to the bathroom, going to brush your teeth, do all that stuff, and just direct eye contact in the mirror. Welcome to my part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> this is alarm sound. <laughs> yeah, my alarm is literally just this audio. What a goof! Great. <laughs> Anyway, uh, the biggest goof of this week comes from a Blue Jays game. So the Blue Jays... Oh, I think I know what this is. I don't know if you do. I don't. Is it the ump? Oh, you do know what this is. I saw a TikTok about it. Okay. So <laughs> good for you. I'm excited. I don't watch a lot of baseball. This is good. <laughs> so anyway, um, the Blue Jays play in Seattle once a year. Kind of similar to how the NHL... About three times a year. 
over the course of one weekend. Okay, right. Thank you for correcting me. You're welcome, Mr. So, MLB. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm here with all the baseball facts today. Yeah. He's wearing a Canadian hat. He is. I am. I have my literal baseball cap on. New hat so. alert. That's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like kid. We're going to a baseball game this weekend. We're going to a yes, Canadians sir. game. Who are they playing? <laughs> One of the teams in the MILB or whatever the league's called. Do you guys know there was a Canadian basketball league? Yeah. There's a. Yeah, isn't there a Fraser, team in Langley? There's a Fraser yeah. Valley team called the it's, Bandits. Yeah, their logo's like a fox. They're on the news sometimes. Yeah, the playoffs are here. It's a bandit. What do you mean they're here? Like the team made the playoffs or all the playoffs no, are like here? No, like the championships, like they're like hosting it here. Oh, oh. Like, like a bubble? I, I, I guess. Oh, so. like in the dub, I guess, where you kind of like. Well, I, I think like they probably don't have enough to like travel to like different oh, yeah, cities. So they're just going to host it all. I think at the Langley Event Center. Right. Oh, that's that's cool. That's cool. Anyway. Anyway. So as back, I was saying, back to baseball. As I, I was saying, once a year, the Blue Jays travel to Seattle and play a series. Yes. With the Seattle Mariners. Uh, this year it was a three-game set over the course of a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and a lot of Canadians like to travel down and and watch a game. Oh, sorry. Before we jump into it, I did, no, no, it's about that. It's about <laughs> maybe that. he's worse than going off rail. That, well, oh, you guys no, got through just, the first half. I get to now. Yeah, okay. So on this same weekend, which was last weekend that they they I played swear there. To God, are you gonna talk about the Taylor Swift concert? I'm gonna talk about the traffic getting down to Seattle. Okay. Because here's the funny thing is because this these is a traffic podcast be, now it is that would be really fun. <laughs> no, it wouldn't. For that's one not, episode, dude, just talking about just traffic. That's just AM eleven thirty. It's just traffic all day. Why would you listen Aussie, to a podcast about old hey. traffic? AM eleven thirty. Shout out seven thirty. Oh, is it seven thirty? Oh, oh right, eleven thirty is the news all one. The time. Wait, you guys just listen to traffic? You don't listen to the news? Yeah, they like to throw some news bits in there sometimes. I always right. listen to eleven thirty. Anyway. All I was going to say is, so my sister was at the Taylor Swift concert with my mom. And it's funny because they're sports fans and Taylor Swift fans. So they were like, oh, shit, there's going to be a lot of people. But most Taylor Swift fans are not baseball fans and vice versa. So most of them went down not realizing there was a huge horde of Canadians going down for the other thing, too. Because baseball fans or Taylor Swift fans don't know that all Vancouver fans are Blue Jays fans that the Blue Jays come close to Vancouver once a year. Most baseball fans didn't know that Taylor Swift has a world tour where she's not coming to Vancouver, so the closest place they can go see them is in Seattle at the same time as the Blue Jays game. Take a breath. That was a lot of words. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I zoned I, out. Yeah, I stopped listening too. Yeah, but there was wow. way too many fans. Yeah. Well, they all went down there, and they were all surprised that the other event was going on. So it was, it was very chaotic. You can even talk about the traffic. Which created a lot of traffic. <laughs> That's it? You didn't even, not even a wait time or nothing? Yeah, how long was the wait? Oh, at some points, I heard the border peaked at like six and a half hours. I would just Bro, say. it was lined up like to downtown, like through Richmond and no, all that. Oh, shut up. No, it was Oh, yeah, it was. It was, uh, it wasn't that bad, but like it was, it was, it did time out at six and a half. Like at one point, it was a six hour wait to cross. Can you imagine? That's where you Could take you a boat? imagine? Take a boat. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Illegal. Just let's rent a boat. Yeah, yeah. Just swim. I think there's a ferry that goes to Seattle. Should have taken it. Probably all booked up though. There's anyways, a train too. Anyways, I want to talk. I want to hear about this ump. Oh yeah, the ump. <laughs> Is that the official nickname for an umpire? Yeah, it's well, it's like calling yeah, a so referee it's, a ref. It's in, it's in the official rule book. I don't know. It sounds mean. 
Ump? Yeah. Well, they're not particularly nice. You ever seen them? No, I, I, I only played T-ball. Oh, how'd that go for T-ball? No, we had a T in T-ball. Yeah, I, I, thought the, I thought the ump was a stick. Yeah. <laughs> okay, what about this ump? Okay, so, um, yeah, so on the weekend, the Jays were down there, and they had some pretty good games. They had a 9-8 game. Uh, the Jays ended up winning one, losing two. Anyways, in one of these games, there was an umpire by the name of Emil Jimenez, and uh, he did not do a very good job in one of these games. You guys ever know? Hey, watch it. Bro, your <laughs> foot keeps touching my foot, and it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> my foot's just Do we have an HR department yet? <laughs> <laughs> do we have enough Breed. money for that? <laughs> the dogs are out. Um, okay. <laughs> so, anyway, you know how they have the, uh, like the pitch tracking zone? you see on the TV. Yeah. You can see like whether it's a ball or a strike. Anyway, most umps have gotten pretty good at like, you know, being on the same page. Like if it's a little <laughs> bit <laughs> Were off. you just going to say most umps have gotten pretty good at being umps by yeah. now? Well, yeah. That's like, they that's figured so out their job. To them to be it like, is, this is yeah. perfect. And they like show all the calls yeah. that they haven't gotten. I'm surprised that their union allowed them to do that. Is there a union for umps? Yeah. Just like there's a, a union for NHL players. There's a union for NHL yeah. refs. Like, I'm surprised that the MLB umpire union allowed TV to, like, broadcast that live. <laughs> the M- MLB the union. MLB union. <laughs> That's what I was thinking about. Wait. We only listened about half of what you say, and then we just think about how to make jokes. <laughs> what was the joke? I don't even get it. The MLB UU. <laughs> what? That's what their union's called. Yeah. The MLB UU. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, That's hilarious. Anyway. Anyway, I don't know what your try- point you're trying to make, but the fact <laughs> is, is that... Why do I even come to these? <laughs> this, this, this umpire, he missed... Just guess how many pitches you think he missed over the course of the entire game. I think I have a ballpark idea. Pun Park intended. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, if yeah you-, you were working that way. <laughs> <laughs> What's yes. your ballpark? He knows the answer. I, I, know. Oh, you know I, the I saw answer? a TikTok about it, so uh, I think I know. 20. Was You're it actually really close? Was it like 17? It was 17. Yeah. And when you hear that, you think, ah, whatever. If you watch a sped up version of all these calls, they are like way outside or right down the middle. And he missed 17 of these. Yeah. It's crazy. It got so bad that the announcers were calling him out on it. Yeah. They were like, oh, man. <laughs> like, well, I think at one point they were like, and there's a, stri- no, he called it a ball. <laughs> we're, uh, we're starting to get used to that tonight. Like yeah. they were just roasting yeah. him. Ball four. And actually he's out. <laughs> <laughs> That's the game. Yeah. Oh, brutal on a full count. <laughs> I screwed that one up. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. The biggest goof of the week. Emil Jimenez. Yeah. Member of the MLBUU. <laughs> him. He is him. Yeah. The that's weird. Well, maybe he should do what our next topic. Uh or I guess our next player that we're going to talk about did. Okay. Which is retire. Oh. I don't know. I didn't know how to <laughs> I didn't know how to no, no, that, that's a good transition. Yeah. That's solid. Good uh job, Patrice Alex. Bergeron. You call him Patrice? Patrice. Patrice? Patrice. That's how you say his name. Patrice. Patrice. Oh, and, <laughs> and he's calling in right now. <laughs> and on the phone for you, ladies and gentlemen, we have Patrice. Hello. Oh, you sound different. Surprise. Uh, we have a Boston fan calling in to join us while we talk about Patrice Bergeron. 
Hey, Tim, can you hear us okay? I can. I can hear loud and clear, yeah. So, for those of you who may be new to the show, Tim is my dad, and he is is the biggest Boston Bruins fan any of us know. So we figured it would be kind of fun to talk to him about the life and times of Patrice Bergeron. Patrice Bergeron. (laughs) That is the player. Yeah, he was a late draft pick, but he bloomed to be one of the best captains the NHL's probably ever seen. Yeah, he was a second rounder, correct? Yeah, no, no, later than that. I think he was. I don't know. I I, I always thought he was later. Okay, yeah, I he was I, not a first rounder, but deserved to be a first rounder. Right. In the end, yeah. One one of those guys where if you did a redraft, he's one of those like yeah. steals at like fortieth yeah. overall that should have gone like top five. Yeah. Yeah, after after his career, sure, yeah. 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 Patrice Bergeron was a second round pick. He went forty fifth overall in two thousand three. So it's like the deepest draft of all time. <laughs> right. So that was a year where it was very common to have yeah. guys back there that just Oh yeah. 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 He's part of the reason it was such a deep draft. Exactly, yeah. But also one of those players who played his entire career for one team. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. And one of the yeah. biggest rivals for his favorite team growing up. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He was a Canadians fan. I, yeah. I was honestly almost a little bit surprised that he never went to Montreal mm-hmm. to play like a year or two and like a, like, you know, just, just, just to do it. Just for funsies. Yeah. Yeah. What, what do you but, think, Tim? Would that have surprised you had he gone to play for Montreal? Well, thinking of the teams that Montreal had in the last 20 years, would he want to go that way? Yeah, that's <laughs> right? fair. I mean, they weren't very good. Well, a couple years ago, they were in the finals. Barely. Barely, they were. Wasn't that the pandemic one? Yeah, Yeah, they still did it. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But anyway, he was a great, great, great captain, and he wasn't a captain for very long, really. Yeah, because of Chara. Yeah. Because Chara was Well, you're not going to strip the captaincy from a guy, right? Exactly. No. No, but I mean, well, all I'm saying is that he was one of the, probably one of the, their their best captains, but for a short period of time in comparisons to the captains they've had. In the, are in are you are you surprised that he chose to retire when he did? I mean, he won the Norris last year. He's a perennial Norris candidate. Jesus, the Selkie brother. He's Selkie. not. A oh my god. Oh my god. Sorry, you're right. You're right. The <laughs> yeah. the Selkie is what I meant to say. Yeah. But are you surprised that like I mean most players are hailed if they win that once in their career, let alone as many times as he has, and to win it in his final season, a performance award. Are, are you surprised that he would choose now to step back? Well, not a Selkie, because I think he had six of them. So I, I think they got kind of, you know, old. But uh, no, I <laughs> He's think just he's just bored of winning them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but what, Bobby Orr had eight Norris trophies? Yawn, yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It wasn't you much know. competition back then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, at any rate, um, yeah, but he was a short-term captain. That made a big impact. Now, probably when Chara was a captain, he was probably just as much a captain, only he didn't have the seat. Yeah, still but, that leader. Um, yeah. And and his, his style of play uh, was kind of a, a contrast to his great winger that he had in uh, Marchand. Yeah. Which is kind of odd, like uh, oil and vinegar type of thing. But, yeah, well, it was like yeah. yeah. Marshan had Bergeron to keep him in line as much as he could, at least. Yeah. Like, Mar- Marshan could have gone even farther off the rails if it weren't for Bergeron being there, al- assumingly. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah it's yeah. going to be... Bring him back, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to yeah. be interesting to see what Boston does now because I feel like Bergeron was such, like... He set the tone for that locker room and that, like... Just, like, how they played, how they acted. Like, when you think of Boston, you think of Bergeron and just, like, that prestigeness. And now... I wonder if they're going to lose that or if somebody's going to take that role or what's going to happen there. Well, some, somebody else will step up, maybe Marchant, but maybe somebody like, like Charlie McAvoy. Oh, and yeah. I think that's what a lot of Boston Bruins fans are hoping is that Charlie McAvoy yeah. will kind of fill that role. Yeah. Well, may, yeah. maybe like in the locker room sense, but like when you look at on ice production, how, how do you fill that void? Like that is a really big piece to lose. Well, if you want to get the same kind of player, you got to trade for it because you don't know what's what's coming up through the through the pipeline, right? JT Miller. I think J. Yeah, <laughs> I, I agree. I th- how, how would you feel about JT Miller on the Boston Bruins? Do you, Do you think he plays Bruins style hockey, Tim? Um, you know what? That's that's not a bad idea. Um, he is kind of a Bruin, <laughs> Bruin kind of a guy, isn't he? But he needs the right coach to to keep him in line. And I think that's where he gets his his biggest problem is he won't listen to anybody but himself, right? But he could be he could be a good Bruin if he if he told told the line, right? But you know, yeah. So back to as far as back to as Bergeron. Far as, sorry, yeah, yeah. As far as Bergeron, I mean, what what a great career, you know? But like you say, one team. He's got um, Selkies like a ring for every finger on his hand he's got uh one uh, world world champions right he's got juniors worlds olympics stanley cup I forgot who he beat that year it was the canucks <laughs> all right well <laughs> well I, I think a lot of people do forget how big his career was for canada that's the thing like they yeah. think of him as a bruin they forget yeah. about the international side a lot mm-hmm. right yeah. he's played yeah. for canada Pretty much, he's suited up in a, a Canada jersey almost every other year mm-hmm. since he's since he started in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or whenever asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. He, yeah, whenever was, like he, invited to the Worlds or or whatever, whether it be the that's right. the Olympics, the Juniors, the World Championships. Like this yeah. guy represents Canada so well. I've got yeah. his I've got his awards up here. So he's won two gold medals, uh, two gold medals in the World Juniors. Uh, one Stanley Cup, six Selkies, one King Clancy, uh, three-time All-Star, one Mark Messier Leadership Award. Ugh. He's got a big showroom for all these trophies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess with yeah, all that being that. said, it kind of begs the question, what is your fondest Patrice Bergeron memory? Mm. Hoisting the Stanley Cup. All right. That's, <laughs> that's boring and easy. Everyone. That's predictable and stupid. <laughs> Let's pick something else. Um, in my fond, like, I mean, fondest memory. He he doesn't. I mean, I remember when he scored his thousand point. It was a big deal. Mm. Like it was the last year, you know. Um, he did. I don't think he really has any one particular. Like he didn't score a golden goal type of a thing or a Stanley Cup winning goal. He just he just did. You know, defensively, right? He was was stalwart defense type of forward and and great in the in the face off and uh i just think that he just not not one thing did he do stood out more than any other thing i think he just uh what he did he did very well and uh, a lot of times he was injured <laughs> a lot of people don't realize yeah. how, how much how much injuries he had even when they won the stanley cup 
he had a punctured lung, a broken rib, um, dislocated shoulder, right? And this this year he had a herniated disc in his back, you know, and he played through it for the most part, right? He, so he, he, I guess he, he is. He's kind of one of those players that, like, he never really did anything overly flashy. He was just, yeah, extremely solid, extremely reliable, and, very, and very efficient, right? Yeah, and he yeah. and he was highly yeah. skilled. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, he wasn't the flashy guy that was going to score crazy goals or deep guys out of their skates or anything like that. Yeah. But but he was a great leader and a and a great player. Yeah, led by example for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 Boston area loves him too, right? Like he oh, did yeah. very very well for for the city and everything. You know, um, I, I watched his interview there, and he didn't give the big uh, cry baby type thing that so many of the guys do, right? Or whining and saying all that. He was very you know very mature about it, right? You know, I think the word yeah. you're looking for is composed. He's composed, yeah. yeah. I think the guy who got the most emotional is probably Brad Marchand. I don't know if any of you guys saw that video, but he was almost yeah. getting a little weepy making his goodbye video there. It was like, yeah, yeah I don't make any money now, and you're not here. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, he's also probably weeping about what his point totals are going to yeah. look like next year without him, right? Yeah. 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 We're going to yeah. see what kind of a real player Brad Marchand is when there's no leash and no one to just tap in all of his stuff. I wonder I if he gets know. the captaincy. Marshawn? No way. Wait, wait, Tim, what well, do you think there? Yeah, who do you think gets well, captain? There's there's rumor that, that he, he, he may get it. But I don't know if they would give him a captain because how much longer is he, is he going to be around? He could be around another five years maybe. I don't know how old he is. Yeah. I think he's probably, say, 35-ish. So. Yeah, he's in the back so, half for sure. Yeah, so maybe you'll look towards somebody. I only say McAvoy because the first one that comes to mind. He's going to be around a while, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, you know. I, I gotta ask, and I, I might regret this, but like, do you think Brad Marchand is NHL captain material? Well, not really, because <laughs> I think he's too much of a hothead. I think what he does, he, he does well by just chirping and stuff like that. And and if he's a leader in the uh, locker room, well, let him be a leader, but he doesn't need to have a C. Yeah, yeah, it's refs probably, probably don't like him too much. Yeah. Yeah. Captain of an NHL team is kind of more as a a marketing thing, right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, it's still it Face still carries some choice. weight in the room, though, for sure. And and with the yeah. refs and coaches, like it, you know, it yeah. it it's a status a little bit. Yeah, but you could go with assistance because we know the Bruins have done that in the past, and they won a Stanley Cup that way too. Oh, they, they didn't, didn't have, have a, they, they didn't have a captain. captain. No, after Johnny Busick retired, they didn't have a captain. Oh, what? and they had three assistants, I think, and. uh I think that was the 72 game season that they won. And um, they had just had assistance. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I was actually, I wasn't sure if a team had ever won a Stanley Cup without an actual captain before. Yeah. And there's been a recent one too, but I forget who it was. Oh. There's been a recent team that had assistance and they didn't have a captain. I can't remember who it was. It must have been a little while ago. I, I, I can't uh, think of one off yeah. the top of my head. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah like for me, Bergeron almost... Um, he, he was kind of like my other version of Jerome Aginla, where he was a player that played for a team that I really didn't like at the time. Mm-hmm. But I just, I couldn't help but like him and respect him. Like, what an awesome competitor, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a good role model for anyone that's coming up, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Could, could you see him 
doing anything in like coaching or management with the Bruins? Oh, probably. I mean, he probably still holds a lot of weight, right? For, for with that team, and people probably listen to him a lot. He's got a lot of insight. He's been through a lot. Played nineteen seasons, seen a lot. Um, yeah, I could see him. I don't know about coaching because I don't know if he's that kind of a person. Mm-hmm. But he could be a uh, you know they could put him in development or they could put him in scouting maybe. Training. Yeah, he's yeah. done so much for yeah. that organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I got to say, Dad, thanks for coming on and joining us. It's been fun talking about Bergeron. We don't get to talk about the Bruins in a positive light very often, so it's been nice to get to chat with you. But Can't wait to yeah. get back to that. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad that the Vancouver boys gave me a call because it's always fun to talk. You bet. Oh, thanks, Tim. It was good, yeah, to, good to talk to you. All right, then. Take it easy. Have a good one, Tim. All right. All right, go Bruins, go. <laughs> oh, shit. You're never coming on again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. All right, that is the last time we have Tim Jude on this podcast. I got a, I got a Bruins trivia, or Patrice Bergeron. You're just mad question. you couldn't solve my trivia. No, no, because this one, this one, actually, I was quite surprised. Okay. Just, but before you uh, ask the question, though, there's one more thing I wanted to mention, which didn't really relate to him, so I kind of wanted, my, my dad, so yeah. I kind of bring it up with you guys. Yeah. But to me, Patrice Bergeron almost represents the changing of a guard. Because 2003 was such an influential draft with tons of great players coming into the NHL. Right. That with him leaving and obviously Shea Weber having already left and so many of those great players, it really does feel like our childhood and the players we grew up with yeah. are all kind of gone. It Well, they're they're going for sure. Yeah. We're yeah. still, you know, like we've still got the Crosby's, the Ovechkin's. Well, but they were later, like, right? Like... Corey, yeah, I guess Corey, they were. I think Corey Perry is the only one I can Thornton's. think of. You know, Corey Perry and Eric uh, Stahl are the only two I can think of out of 2003 for sure. And I guess Marc-Andre uh, Fleury, that off the top of my head, that's still in the league. Yeah, Alex Edler. I guess uh, there's a couple, but it really does feel like Bergeron was a big domino to fall out of that draft. It's been yeah, for sure. in 0-3-2. I think he uh, was. I can't remember off the top of my head. He could have been. Yeah, either one. Um, um, yeah, you're, you're right, though. Yeah, It does feel like that was a... That, that season, everyone knows how deep it was. And you're right. So many guys came from there and they're, we're watching them go. And I guess for me, that was like, that was just kind of before I started watching. Like I started really paying attention to hockey in like 08. And that's when those guys came into the NHL. Yeah. Well, yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. Or when they were just coming in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like think about who was on the cover of NHL 08. Who was it? I don't remember. Eric Stahl. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. 2003 draft guy. Right. Like, yeah. It's just it was such an influential draft, and to see so many of those players leave, it uh, yeah, it really feels like a changing of the guard. Anyway, trivia: Patrice um, Bergeron, how many seasons did he score over a point per game? Ooh, he played nineteen seasons. I would say that's tough. Ooh, honestly, I'd say like eleven or twelve. I feel like it was a lot. Okay, I think. The reason you're asking us this question is because it's a trick question. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with zero. One time, really, <laughs> one time. Yeah, he was close a bunch of times, but yeah, only one season. The 2018-2019 uh, season, 65 games, 79 points. Every other season, he was either close or yeah, didn't get it. Wow. Yeah. I always pictured him as... But it just goes to show, like, he was never known as a scorer. He was always known as a two-way player. Yeah, he was a face-off dot, responsible in his own end, and playmaking. Yeah, that's true. 
That is true. Anyway. Yeah. Well, honestly, obviously he doesn't listen, but I, I like to say it anyway. Congrats on an amazing career. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you got to be proud of that one. So. Yeah, there's only certain players that you, and or even before you retire, and you go, they need to name a, an award after him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. like if, I, I'm sure it'll take them a few years to do it. Yeah. But the Selkie man, yeah. it's you, he won it six times. Yeah. So you have to rename that. Yeah. But the Selkie just sounds a lot better than the Bergeron. Do you think they'd start like hyphenating them almost? Ugh, the Burge? No, that's <laughs> abbreviating. <laughs> the SB award. Yeah. <laughs> this guy just won the Berg. <laughs> no, I meant like, remember how we talked before about renaming the rocket to Ovechkin if he breaks the record? But then how sad that would be because the rocket is such a cool name for an award. Mm-hmm. What if it was like the Rocket Ovechkin Award? No. Or better yet, the Rockin Award. Take ah, the R O lost me there. No, no, think about it. This the is the ma- see what this you're is, doing. This is the mail line all over again. Mail line. Mail. What? Remember? What's the mail thing? Jofa? No. <laughs> a while ago when he was like, oh no, uh, Piku Mayo? What was it? Oh, Cupy Mayo. Cupy Mayo. The Cupy Mayo line. <laughs> what about Cupy Mayo? When you were trying to abbreviate all the players on oh, like the line. Oh, the Cupy line. Yeah. Kuz- Kuzmenko, Pedersen. Mikhaev? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, that was the Mayo part. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know where the Q came from either, but anyway. QP. Yeah, Hughes yeah. Mako. <laughs> Quinn oh, Hughes anyway. on the defense. <laughs> I still think the the Rockin' Award sounds kind of good. Nah. Ovechkin, Rocket, Rockin'. No. No? The Selgeron. The Selgeron? <laughs> <laughs> the Belky. Belky. Uh, man, that is such a good thought. The, yeah, um, yeah. I guess we. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts. <laughs> All right. I ruined that transition. <laughs> Sorry, did. everyone. Ruined every- I ruined everything. <laughs> wow. Kidding. I've Thanks, been really pal. leaning into you this week. I, I think we've all been leaning into everyone. Yeah, and that's fine. It's the middle of the summer. Yeah. What it's are you, so hard? If to you're not here to lean us, oh boy, <laughs> it's I late. can't even talk. It's ten thirty on a Wednesday. I want to yeah. go home. I want to go to sleep. Yeah. See my family. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so for this week's thoughts, uh, we're going to yeah. do something a little different. We're going to be doing a top five. Holy jumping. Okay. So okay. this week's top five. Is it a ranking or a draft? It's a draft. Okay. It's NHL centers. So if oh, you take one, Lord. Jake and me yeah. cannot take it. No. Oh, so we're boy. Let me. Draft. I had to load up a list here because I oh, would be okay. very bad at thinking. Well, I didn't want to go home soon anyway. Yeah, this will be quick. Yeah, I think so. I've like I've already got my kind of. All right, we'll go in the usual order. Uh, yeah, sure. Why not? Okie dokie. Okie doke, there, bud. All right. Well, then I will start with a Mr. Connor McDavid going first overall. Fair. I would like him on my team. He is the best player in the NHL. What? Okay. I sorry. I just got to ask a ground rule. What if a player plays more than one position? Like, say they play center and the wing sometimes. We're going with, like, off the top of your head, what is this position, or what does this player play? Okay. Okay. Uh, then I'm going Leon Dreisaitl. Yep. Oh, don't make me do this. <laughs> <laughs> Assholes. I will take, like, regrettably. Mm, no, I'm ta- uh, I'm trying to see a way around this. In the- I'm taking Nathan McKinnon. 
Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Controversial okay. pick. So now you get the first pick in the second round. Yeah. Oh, it goes that way. Yeah, we'll do snake yeah. draw. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> With what I will have to say is the fourth overall selection, which means they're not that great, but I got to pick them anyway. I will take Austin Matthews. All right. Uh, with my second pick, I'm going to go off the board a little bit. I'm going to go with Sid the Kid. Ooh. Sidney okay. Crosby. Uh, with my next pick, I will go with hometown legend. <laughs> Whose name is <laughs> Brendan Morrison. <laughs> okay, I'm going to switch it. I'm going to go Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's fair. Are we, wait, hang on. Are we going based on how they play presently or like how they peaked? No. Or? Right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Okay. Then I think it's wait, still it's, Alex's, it's still Alex's <laughs> turn, is what I think. Oh, it's still my turn? Yeah. You get Snake Draft. Yeah. I will take Elias Pedersen. Ah, okay. I'm going to take it's him away pick. from both of you. All right. So joining my team of Leon Dreisaitl and Sidney Crosby, I'm going to add. Stanley Cup champion Jack Eichel. Ooh. Ooh, okay, that's good. There's a few good names on the board here, and this might be a bit controversial, but I'm taking Steven Stamkos. Okay. Wow. Okay. Interesting pick. Thank you. You get another one there, right? Eh? I do. Shit. I keep forgetting. I think here is where I'm going to have to take... No one took Barkov yet, right? No. No one took Rantanen either, did they? Rantanen's a right winger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm taking I'm Barkov. I was going to take Barkov, but I would just... Okay, okay. I've taken Barkov. Okay. Okay. Huh, okay. Um, okay, so I've got Leon Dreisaitl. I've got Sidney Crosby. And I've got Jack Eichel. I think I've got a lot of... Uh, Wait, didn't... Oh, sorry, that's... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've got a lot of offensive talent. It's time I, I pick up a, uh, a center that's more known for his defensive capabilities or his responsibility in the defensive end, but still can generate a good amount of points. I'm going with Braden Point. Fun that's a good one. That's, that's good. Good pick. Alex. Right, Alex, give us your last two picks. Yes. Sorry, I'm also writing down these picks. Oh, I, I have not been keeping track. Uh, yeah. I'm just looking at who hasn't been taken yet. I don't even remember who's on my team already. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll, All I'll, right, well, I'll give you guys a rundown. So on Alex's team, he has Connor McDavid. He has... I have Connor McDavid, Jack, Jack Hughes, Hughes, and Elias Pettersson. Yep. Fuck you. That is the team I want. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus has... <laughs> Why is this so funny? <laughs> Austin Matthews. Yeah. Nathan McKinnon. Who I picked fourth, by the way. He was not my first pick. <laughs> Nathan McKinnon. Alexander Barkov. Um, I forget who else you have. Uh, so, Steven Stamkos. Yeah. yeah, I took Stammer. And McKinnon. Uh, he uh, said McKinnon already, but yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with... So, I get two picks here, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. your last two picks. I'm going to go Tage Thompson. Okay. And I'm going to round it out. With Connor Bedard. Oh, you dick. That doesn't count. <laughs> Why does that not count? Because he's not in the NHL. Yeah, it's is. going into this season. Oh, 
shit. <laughs> fair pick. Yeah, yeah it, it is. I, just, I don't like it. That felt like a Pavel Bure pick. Everyone <laughs> thought he was ineligible, and then you just fucking grabbed him. <laughs> All right. Uh, my last pick for my team, I'm going to go with a player that I've always been a huge fan of and I think rounds out my uh, my five centers pretty well. That's Anze Kopitar. Ooh. Okay. That's, that's not bad. Old timer. That's not bad. Um, I think I'm going to go... I, I got to take, take a... Bo Horvat is still on the board. Marcus. He is. I will not be selecting him, though. A top 15 center, then. You know what? I got to take one to piss off Jake, so I'm going to take Mark Shifley. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> All right, well, your I team just, sucks, then. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, I, had to, I had to find one. There and, you go. That uh, was kind of fun. Yeah, so I think... Oh, right, because I don't get two this time. Yeah. Right, sorry. Yeah, I think this could be something fun to fill up the time if there's nothing yeah. to talk we'll, about. Uh, we'll maybe get a poll going up with those teams. Yeah, as I'll, long I'll as... throw a poll up on Friday and we'll see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Uh, we'll get something going, get some votes. Yeah, see, see who got see the best team. Yeah, that was a I good get the feeling segment. the team that has both Connor McDavid and Connor Bedard <laughs> might win this. Yeah. But uh, you that is know. That was cheap, you pulling Bedard know. out I there. was smart. I respect it. You smuggled him till the end, too. Yeah, I knew that no one was way better. Yeah. Fuck, that's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. I think that the one thing we can agree on is that Marcus has the worst team. Yeah. Yes. No, <laughs> no, no. But Maybe that should be the poll question. Whose team is the worst? <laughs> yeah, we'll keep track of the worst. Nah, if, I, like, if I was ever the GM of a, an NHL team for real, though, I would hire Alex to be head of the bullshit department because he would just fucking, yeah. oh, yeah, we're stealing Connor Bedard from you. I'll yeah. trade you. I'll trade, trade you what? Pedersen for Matthews. It's all in real time. <laughs> okay, I know, I know, I know. Deal. Oh, brother. Oh, <laughs> oh <sweet>. man. Okay. <laughs> Jake, you want to offer anything up? No, I'm you want happy. Shifley? I'm happy with my team. <laughs> no, I don't want Shifley. <laughs> I can pick Shifley. Anyway. That was a good trade. I'm happy with my I'm trade. I'm glad you're happy <laughs> with it. You know what I'm happy with? What? This episode. Yeah. So thank you for joining well, us. Your, this your bar is low. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> 114th episode of the Vancouver Boys podcast. Man, can't wait for 115. Me either. <laughs> when's, <laughs> when's next like, week? You know how there's like episodes that feel like like benchmarks. You yeah, know? like you get to episode 10, and you're like, wow, 10 episodes. 114 you know? for you, you're like, wow, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was gonna ask like, once you get to 100, because 100 is a big number. Yeah, it was. But once yeah. you get to 100, like, what's the next big number? 150, 200, 200. Yeah, I, I think, I think 200. 200. I think 200. 200, yeah. eh? Yeah. So what are they? 10, 25? I would say 200, 50, then 250. Then there's, then like three, four, five is huge. Yeah. Yeah. 500 episodes. Yeah. Stick around years. for the next six oh, years. Geez. Yeah. <laughs> 500 episodes is like 10 years. Uh, Quick math. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I agree. I concur. All right. Well, see you in another eight years. We'll still be doing this. Yeah. <laughs> episode 500. But until then, if you want to follow us on social media, you can find us anywhere at Vancouver Boys Podcast. We are most active on Instagram, though, so go ahead and throw us a follow there. You can also find us on TikTok and Twitch and YouTube. Or if you want to find Tyler, he is on Twitter at Vancouver Boys underscore. You can also follow Marcus if you want. He's on TikTok. He's got the little account he started. Posts videos. I Not do. in the summer, though. He doesn't like anyone. No, I need like, to start. Put, I, I haven't meant to stop. I've just been busy. <laughs> yeah. I haven't well, had a chance. In your defense, though, like in the past, your summer videos, they just... They're yeah. not the same. I'm, yeah. I I got an idea for something for this oh, year. Shit, okay. There you go. Might, Stay tuned. Yeah, might be ranking some Vancouver sports experiences. 
So uh, whatever that means, yeah. look forward to that. <laughs> yep. So Hastings thank- racetrack. Vancouver Canadians baseball floating stadium. Oh, yeah. uh, gonna try to make it out to a Lions and Whitecaps game too. I want to go to a Lions game, but you know, you I would mind going to a Lions game too. Not well, let's Whitecaps all go. Game, anyway, no more spoilers for my TikTok videos. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. I don't have the trivia answer, so you got to say it. No, you. No, that's oh, after Christ. you sign off. Yeah, you I don't have off. a sign off. Yes, you you got to say something. What is it? Okay, let's try this again. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. You can't just look at you can't <laughs> yeah. say you have a sign Bro, out and then you gotta, gotta do it. You gotta figure you gotta one out, man. You, you've been here too long to not have one. Because Tyler says peace. What do you say after peace? Whatever you want. He's not here. Okay. Thanks for hanging out with us. See you on the next one. Ciao. <laughs> All right, trivia. Jake, go ahead. Jovo. Did Jovanovski went first? Yeah. Yes, sir. I thought he went third. No, first overall. First. Oh. I, I'll be honest. Eric Goodbranson went third. That's Yeah, you're yeah, thinking I mean, of Eric Goodbranson. My dad has his dream. Eric Goodbranson comes up every week. I love it. Because you bring him up. <laughs> he brought him up. No, you did. Yeah, no, you totally I said did. I thought he went third, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> No, the only third overall pick ever yeah. was Eric Goodbranson. I love it. I love it. Yeah. No, that was I still can't believe you forgot Brendan Morrison's statue.